How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's just jump right into today's subject, where essentially um, what I wanted to talk about today was something that's kind of been big news recently, just because of the fact that a lot more states are kind of fully opening back up again, pretty, like to the same standards po- uh, pre-pandemic. Uh, for instance, Nevada, that was the date for them was June 1st. So June 1st was uh, everything, no, no um, restrictions, no having to wear masks, no social distancing requirements, no requirements at all uh, instituted by government. And I think the, uh, rent moratorium is coming to an end in Nevada as well. I think it's sometime late or at the end of June, which is going to be a scary time indeed. But um, all everything fully opening up, a lot of people thought that uh, work would go back to normal as well. People would, you know, fill their old positions or or fill relatively similar roles to what they had before. But it just seems though that there is a um, an unwillingness by a large portion of the workforce to go back to work. And for a lot of different uh, people that are in positions of, of knowledge or power, whatever it might be, a lot of them have been pointing the finger at the unemployment extension that was passed not too long ago, about two months ago. And uh, what that is, the additional $300 a week on top of your state's unemployment. A lot of states thought that that was, or not states, but people think that that's the thing. And states actually, states do believe that uh, that might be the case. And you've seen recently that I think seven to eight states have pulled out of that program, the program where the federal government was providing an additional $300 a week. They've pulled out of that program because they've claimed that there's a ton of work out there, but no one's wanting to go back to work. And I think it's very stupid that uh, the blame is being cast completely on unemployment because I, I can't think of a world where a lot of people's income has been or like the idea is that people are making more money on unemployment than they were being employed but the idea behind that is that somehow in the average state the average unemployment that you get from your state is probably three hundred dollars and then on top of that three hundred dollars you'd be getting another additional three hundred dollars until september so you'd be making a total six hundred dollars a week it's about $2,400 a month gross. $2,400 a month, if you extrapolate that to making per week. So essentially, you can't divide that number by four because there's some weeks uh, if you get paid bi-weekly where you get paid three times a month. So the most accurate way to do it is that you would have to do, um, what did I say? How much? 2400 you would divide that by 4.33. That is realistically the amount of... You You would just take 48 months of... Or sorry, 40, 12 months and divide that by 52... Or 52 divided by 12, essentially. And that's how you get it to 4.33. That's $554 a, a week that you would be making gross. That's before taxes are taken out. 
because even when you make unemployment, taxes are supposed to be taken out. There is an exception, though, that the first $10,000, there's no taxes supposed to be taken out. Um, but that's just the first 10000 If you were to stay on that income, you would still have an additional, um, what is that, 2400 by twelve. So you'd be looking at about, there would be already like maybe twelve, thirteen thousand dollars $13,000 that would be taxed. But anyways, $554 a week. If you took out maybe realistically is 20% of that amount gets taken out by taxes. Um, come on, calculator. What are you doing? No. 2400 divided by 4.33 times 0. 0.8. So you'd be looking at about $443 after taxes are, are accounted for. I don't know who is living off of $443 a week uh, and saying, yeah, I would rather live off of that than go to work and make more money. That number is not a livable income unless you were to have multiple people in the family all living off that same income. But at that point, you'd also be losing out on a lot of other additional benefits. And I mean, unemployment can be blamed to some degree for lower wage uh, work, which is the industries that are suffering at the moment. But that's the point. The point isn't the fact that unemployment is paying so much is forcing people to make the decision of whether to be on unemployment or work because a lot of people are just lazy and they don't want to work. Um, I've seen in recent times a lot of counterpoints, which would be that a lot of people aren't wanting to go back to work because this is kind of their way of protesting the shitty wages that they've been being that they've been paid throughout the years, and um, they're going to continue doing this because they know it, it's it's a sucker punch to these companies that for a long time have minimized their workforce and have paid them absolutely nothing in compared to the amount of work that those people do uh, when compared to like other industries. And the counter counter argument to that is that uh, a lot of people will say that, well, those lower wage jobs were meant specifically for high school workers and high school workers don't deserve to be, may be making a ton of money, which boggles my mind as well because if you're just because you're young but you're producing a lot of work and you're making a company a lot of money that doesn't necessarily mean that you should be able to get away with just paying them absolutely no not you know a a considerable or a good wage essentially uh instead of giving them minimum wage but the sad truth is is that when you look at a lot of these like fast food joints or what's considered essential work during the pandemic, um, retail stores and uh, customer service, you would be hard-pressed to to find that a lot of those jobs are filled by high schoolers. You would see a lot of older people working those jobs as well because the sad truth is that in certain areas, that's the only work that does exist. And so that argument disappears pretty quickly uh, for those people. And... For a lot of them, they would love to move somewhere else where they could potentially make more money. But unfortunately, moving is very expensive. Actually, I know a girl that moved from California back to Northern California, back to Las Vegas. And 
I think she uh, paid a moving company to do it. And I couldn't believe when she told me that the cost to have a moving company move essentially a house worth of, of like a three bedroom, uh, two baths worth of, of inventory from one house to another, not that far away from Northern California to Nevada, which is pretty much neighbor, not neighbor, neighbor neighboring, but close enough to, to two states that are bordering one another. It costs them $7,500 to pay a company to send out two people to deliver their um, furniture and everything. $7,500. Who has the, that amount of money? Um, some people could argue that some people should be able to ask friends or they should be able to do it themselves, but that's a demanding job to do for a lot of people. You could argue they could sell all the stuff that they have, take the money in and try to restart somewhere else, but that's also very difficult as well especially when you are barely making enough to you know pay for expenses you know where you live at the moment so um i don't know i i mean i can i i empathize with the position of employers where they feel like the unemployment is taking a lot of employees away from them like i can i can see how it's easy to default to that idea but at the same time if you're paying people that amount of money where they can internalize a justification that $443 a week, it's worth it to not work. I mean, that's sad. Really, that's not, a, that's, you can't live off of that. I mean, two people together making $800, $900 a week, that's crazy. I mean, it gives them enough to pay for bills and a mortgage, a car payment, insurance. And, ha- and and food and maybe have a little bit of money left over that they could potentially put away in savings but you know we're all we're all humans and we we want to we don't want to see all our work go to things that we can't enjoy and so you're going to want to throw in a little bit of that hard work you know if you're working 40 hours a week and and that's all you're making is that you want to I don't know, enjoy a little bit of your money. <laughs> you, I mean, the fact that you work all this time and, and you barely make enough to enjoy your time is crazy to me. Uh, it never will make any sense. It's not even worth it. I would do what these people are doing. And I would protest by living off of this. And, I mean, it's technically not legal uh, because some states have a requirement where you're, you should be job searching and you can't deny work if it comes your way. But, you know, if you are applying for work and they're not, I don't know, that's a, that's another uh, can to try to tackle because essentially you're not able to continue collecting on unemployment if you've been offered a job position that pays you at least more than what you would make in unemployment. So I guess you can use that approach if a company is offering you less and you could just say, no, I'm not going to leave unemployment to go do this. But either way. Thank you guys, as always, for listening to today's podcast, and I'll catch you guys manana. Peace.